0: day, good day, good day. This is another episode of Coffee Conversations coming at you. I'm Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. I'm Deacon Bob, it's a good day. It's a good day. The sun is out. It's, it's nice and, out. and warm. I know, we, uh, we report on sunny days, so. <laughs> we wait for the next, kind
1: of like the groundhog. Guy. Yeah,
0: you know, you know uh, it puts us in the right, right mode, the right mm-hmm. zone. I see you got some Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Yeah, this is like the large, so. Just the large size. It was one of those mornings of Need some
0: caffeine. <laughs> I, uh, I have a gift card I need to use, so I might, might, might make it down there soon. Do
1: you ever have like the really sugary ones? like?
0: Oh, like the caramel macchiato, yeah. kind of pumpkin spice things. Every once in a while. So Every do I.
1: Every once in a while, it's just a really good <laughs> five gazillion calorie thing to do.
0: Indeed. So. Indeed.
1: But it tastes good.
0: Yeah, so we uh, just passed a, a hallmark of the year—the last last day of school for the for the day school kids yesterday. Yep,
1: they were singing "School's Out, out for, for Summer." summer.
0: <laughs> Indeed, actually, uh, Brad, uh, Brad, the uh, gym teacher, was singing that too. Was he really? <laughs> yeah, we, were. we were doing that, and then the other tradition is that the uh, the bus drivers honk their way out.
1: Yeah, yep. Kind of like got my attention. I thought, "What's something wrong out there?" And then I saw the second <laughs> bus go by. It's like,
0: "Oh, it's a parade." <laughs> yep, yep. It's uh, it amps up the excitement. Indeed. So it was kind of a cool day. Uh, this is the first time the school had done this, but they just did a half day for the last mm-hmm. day. They uh, yeah, just got together in the morning. I guess they signed all the yearbooks. Oh, that's and good stuff. And then and then we had mass together. And Father Eric uh, had his last last school mass. Yep. Uh, with the with the school. So sadly, he's gonna be leaving us. Only after a year, but it was, um, yeah, it was good to good to have him pray with the kids, and and then and then they were off. I thought the energy was good. Mm-hmm. The responses were good. The singing oh, he, he, was good. He, he amped him up. For, Indeed, he, amped, he has a he has a gift at that.
1: So. And then handing him off back to the <laughs> teachers. Here you go. <laughs> it's one of his favorite things to do.
0: <laughs> but so, you have a uh, speaking of yearbooks. You have you have any have any yearbooks?
1: You know, when school, I was at Lake Catholic, yearbooks? I had one for every year that I was there. Yeah. And then do you have um, yours? I do from high school, yeah, like from my senior year junior year, I guess it was
0: nice, so how about you? I do I, I it's kind of funny. I was at my parents' house, so I go to my parents' house on my day off on Tuesdays and um yeah, I just happened to pick up my high school yearbooks and kind of just start looking through them. Um, it's just interesting, you know you just see people and names that you haven't thought of in mm-hmm. a long time and memories and uh, and all that. I think, um, Well, and I think my senior year, the yearbook group, the people who were putting it together, I guess they like lost a hard drive. Ooh. Like halfway through the year or something. So all the pictures, I mean, you know, because if you don't have pictures, you don't have a yearbook. Yeah. So I think they spent a lot of time on Facebook. <laughs> Just Jesus. Oh, thankfully, thankfully Facebook was, uh, you know, big enough at the time people were posting stuff that I think it was a lot of Facebook pictures <laughs> for the yearbook. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, so it's uh, it's bittersweet. You know, it's, it's good to have the kids on summer break, but we'll miss their uh, miss their joyful energy, absolutely relentless screaming uh, from the uh, <laughs> from the playground. So, so that, and then we got the festival coming up. Festival is next week. Kind of crazy, right? Ninth, yeah. ninth to twelfth, uh, here on the parish grounds. So this will be the first year that I see it in full force. It's
1: a major undertaking. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot a lot of fun. So exciting. I used to sign up for like cooking hamburgers. Yeah. But I thought I'd go out of my comfort zone this year and try a couple different booths. Oh yeah. So I could meet some new people. So I'm gonna be doing parking lot duty on Thursday night, which I've never done the parking lot before, so I think that'll be fun. Yeah. And then frying chicken wings. Nice. I think that'll be fun. Everybody likes the the chicken wing guy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I just yeah.
1: don't do money. I, I can't do
0: like, hey, right.
1: it's $5. Yeah, That's yeah.
0: Cool. Well, and they're trying out a new thing this year. They're trying to do the, the cashless. The tickets, yeah. Cashless system. So, so if you're coming to the festival, um, they have prepaid tickets you could buy online so that all the booths will be just receiving tickets. So you don't have yeah. to exchange any money and, and um, and most people use credit cards nowadays, anyway. Anyways, so yeah. I think you can come to the to the front, to the greeting booth, and uh, buy tickets if if you don't buy them online. But mm-hmm. yeah, I guess they have credit card readers now. It's right. pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, it will be fun. Cool. I, it's a, it's a whole like four day event. I'm I'm gonna be doing some different things. I think I'm gonna be who knows? I might get out my my guitar a little bit. Oh, that'd be fine. Yeah. So they have bands uh, in the evenings and the afternoons and. I'd like to like to maybe play a couple songs, you know, in the um afternoon or evening. So stay tuned. I'll 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 post on my Facebook page when the, when the times will be. Maybe go sing some songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Some uh some fun songs, maybe some Fleetwood Mac, maybe some I don't know. We'll see. Yeah.
1: No, that sounds exciting.
0: So that um I was asked I, I heard the the corn booth was mentioned. Mm-hmm. So I might I might go work at the corn booth. Yeah. And then, uh, so our healing ministry uh, here at the parish, Gabriel's Messengers, who I've been working with uh, since I got to the parish, we're actually going to have a, a little kind of a little booth, a little area up near the the greeting tent. So that's kind of a cool thing. I bought a sign the other day, and and um, so we'll just be there for anyone who wants to to pray. I think it'll be a good witness, you know, to the community um, of yeah, desire certainly a desire to have fun and desire to gather, but also a desire to you know to share to share Jesus and to share healing you know in people's lives whatever they need to be prayed with so and
1: i think that's always been one of the questions is how is the festival helping to bring people to jesus and it's a fun thing yeah and interacting with our parishioners is one way that we bring people to jesus without being overt but i think having that healing prayer tent is going to be really helpful too because it's like you know this is like the gentle approach out here with the Corn dogs and the rides and everything else. but yeah, I, if you really need to get a little bit closer to Jesus, we got a booth for that. <laughs> totally,
0: totally. Yeah, and it'll be a great opportunity. I mean, there's, I mean, just think about it. I mean, there's, there's more people on our, on our property, <laughs> you know, than, mm-hmm. than ever. I mean, there's thousands and thousands, yeah. of, uh, thousands of people, and it's such a great opportunity to, um, to share who we are, and, and certainly to have fun, and just even just the goodness of community. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, this wouldn't happen. None of this would have happened without God's. Presence and plan, right? It's uh, kind of fun to hear like two thousand people singing "Sweet
1: Caroline" all together at oh, one yeah. time.
0: <laughs> just joyful, so, just joyful. Just go inferno, I guess is the big. Is that the big one? Uh, yeah, that's the most anticipated. Uh, uh, at least who am I? Who who I've talked to? Oh, so, okay. So stay tuned for that. So yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be great. I guess uh, fun fact: how many how many volunteers do you think do they need? for the festival. If you had a had to put your put your finger on a number, what would you say? Total? I
1: think probably between 1000 and 1500.
0: Well, you're, you're Yeah, you're, you're pretty good. Yeah, I think about 1200. 1200. There you uh, go. <laughs> <so> <laughs> we'll split the difference. Almost exactly. Uh, almost exactly. Uh, yeah, about 1200 volunteers um, over the over the 4 days because certainly you have uh, you have all the rides and the carnies and and all those things, but uh, if you've never been to the Fest- St. Gabriel Festival before, they run all the food booths, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's all done in house. So there's a lot of a lot of people and a lot of things. So, but uh, yeah, so today we want to uh, give a little plug, certainly for the festival. Mm-hmm. They're they're in need of volunteers, so look on the parish website uh, and everything. So mm-hmm. if if you have before, maybe you know certainly in gratitude for all the ways you have volunteered and given given service to the festival, all those who come uh, and have a have a great time. Uh, so thank you for that, and maybe you know if you want to pick up a pick up a new or a different uh, tent, you know this year, mm-hmm. that could be good. And if you if you haven't done any volunteering, really, it's I've heard it's a great family um, kind of thing to do, you know, just to have the whole family you know manifestation for for a little bit.
1: Yeah. When you grew up, did you volunteer with your family? Did
0: your family do things together, like volunteering-wise? Not really family uh, things, but I did did have a couple. You know, service volunteer opportunities. My uh, well, I suppose I did it with my dad and my brothers. So we went to our Boy Scout troop. Mm-hmm. We um, so we had some land out in Barbadon that we were able to use. Uh, PPG uh, was a company, you know, Pittsburgh Paint and Glass. They had like this this area that we could use as long as we maintained it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really a really great way. I mean, we really got to camp a lot and do a lot of things. But one of the things we did was the you know they had the Barbudan cleanup you know once a year in the spring so. When all the snow melts we would uh go to the uh the back roads of Barberton and clean up all uh, all the trash and all the interesting things you'd find on so the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd uh we'd make it into a camp out and we would go clean. Oh, that's good. So I mean it was a it was a good 6-7 hour day of of cleaning up trash uh on the road. But it was really enjoyable just to to know that I mean you're you're doing something good, you're doing something that nobody else's you know would just naturally do. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And that we, we chose to do this to kind of give back to the community and and um, yeah so that was so that was one of them and then the other was at Hoban we were um, uh, required to do service which I know that's a, uh, a common experience of um, maybe some of our high schoolers or mm-hmm. certainly our our faith formation kids and I did some uh, did some volunteering at Saint Bernard's Catholic Church downtown Akron uh, so it's an inner city you know parish uh, and we, I worked at their hot meal program. So on Mondays,
1: oh, that's really good.
0: Yeah, so I, um, you know, set tables, you know, greeted the people as they came in and served them, and and that was a, a really cool thing to do because um, certainly you know picking up trash is a good thing, but actually service where you're actually talking with people with and, people and you get to get to share time with them is is cool too. Yeah. Oh, what cool. about you? I'm sure you've done some a lot of service here and there.
1: I think most of mine was through Boy Scouts as well. Um, my Eagle Scout project was working with. Oh yeah. Um, some disabled kids, and organizing like a boys' club. They said they really wanted, the organization I worked for wanted a boys' club for this group of kids. Um, So that was probably the most profound. But as our kids were growing up, they would come and volunteer with us at different church events. So for us, it was like a really good family experience, Mm -hmm. um, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's a really a great thing. I mean, and really in our, in our world, there is a sense of, um, of, of being a good person of, of volunteering. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, there is kind of a general sense that people should, um, you know, advocate for those in, in need, you know, should, should rise up. I mean, certainly plenty of places, plenty of churches, you know, run donation you know, centers and, uh, and shelters and, and, and all, all that stuff. And it's really good. I mean, it's really just, and why, why does that happen? Certainly people um, have a desire to do good, but at the end of the day, we would recognize that as, as god's God's presence
1: absolutely yeah you know, in the world and I think it's kind of innate in us to volunteer, and a lot of times from volunteers, you hear, I think I got more out of this experience than the people I was trying to help right There's that um, a give and take on both ends mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I, I think that's what keeps people coming back to volunteering is they feel some kind of sense of reward,
0: yeah. Yeah, since you've 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 done you've done good. You know, mm-hmm. you know, goodness is its own reward. You know, virtue is its own reward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who said that, but th- I think that's a line. You know, in the sense of what what is virtue? It's it's choosing the good. It's mm-hmm. it's choosing. So in the case of volunteering, it's it's choosing charity. It's choosing that there's someone or there there's a need, and I'm going to give of myself, uh, of my time, of of my skills, whichever to help fill that need mm-hmm. that either that person or thing, you know, doesn't have. So it's, it's an act of charity. We could say it's an act of love. And when we, when we, when we do that, it's yeah, it's an, it's an experience that is rewarding.
1: And uh, I can't remember somebody said, you like, what do I get out of this? And the response is, you get the satisfaction of a job well done. Yeah. You know, like when you look at the road you just cleaned up or you look at, the people that you help, there's that satisfaction of you have made a difference,
0: right? That and especially when it comes to volunteering with with persons, you don't know, you know, the depth of, of, of how you have affected them, of how you have helped them. Mm-hmm. You know? They may and they might share with you, and I certainly I had some people share with me, you know, just how grateful they were. You know, you'd have some people come by and you know, they would say thanks, and there are some people that don't say thanks you know um because they have they're dealing with a lot of things and uh, and everything and that's as a volunteer that's something to kind of deal with too you don't you don't do it simply for the hey good job you did it. you know mm-hmm. you're you're an awesome person you know you you do it because you know even if it goes unappreciated you know sometimes but yeah it's 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 a good thing i
1: remember working at Beaumont for the boy scout camp for a summer mm-hmm. and they needed volunteers to cook cuz they would have a steak Dinner for parents on Wednesday night. It's like no, I'll will love to cook, and because he would bring you free pop, you know, it's like oh, all yeah. right, I'll sweat doing this. <laughs> just bring me all the free pop I can drink; it'll be great. Um, oh yeah. So sometimes like the crummy jobs are the most
0: rewarding jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So being a volunteer, it's uh it's really good and really important uh, reality for us, and especially for us as Christians. I think uh, today we just want to reflect on uh, an idea. Of the relationship between being a volunteer uh, and then uh, being a disciple. So, this, I think this this came up in a conversation uh, with one of our parishioners. We were talking about um, the, um, well, we were going amidst the Disciple Maker Index. Mm-hmm. So, it's this kind of project that we were working on as a parish. You want to say maybe something brief about that? Yeah,
1: it's true. The Catholic Leadership Institute, mm-hmm. and it was nationwide, and they tried to look at what are the indicators. Of how your parish is creating or fostering discipleship, Mm -hmm. Um, and there were a whole bunch of key indicators. Yeah, but um, as we looked at the results, then this topic came up.
0: Yeah. So to say, the church is is kind of concerned with, you know, are we making disciples? Are we helping people to really live the Christian life uh, in a in a a deep way? Because as more people are living, their Christian life, their relationship with Jesus, their discipleship—the uh, more intentionally that's that's done, uh, the more fruitful you know the church is going to be, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean, and just how more affected people's lives are going to be, you know, because I mean, having Jesus more a part of our life is, is going to bring um, so many more things, you know, you know, to us. So this this comment was kind of brought up in the in the midst of conversations of you know kind of the relationship between. Oh, you know, it's good. It's one thing to be a volunteer, and that and that's a really good thing. But at the end of the day, we're called a discipleship, which is kind of a, a, a deeper thing. So,
1: One of the parishes I worked for, they wanted to get rid of the word volunteer and just make everything disciple. Mm-hmm. But as we talked it out, you really need the volunteer part or mentality to lead into discipleship. Mm-hmm. That you can't just say, you know, we want you to volunteer at the the corn booth yeah and be a disciple there's got to be some kind of almost pre-evangelization of um, I'm doing this because I like to do it and that moves into I'm doing this because God's calling me to be of service to others
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so maybe just a uh, backtrack just just a bit so disciple right we say this we say this word and we mm-hmm. say that's oh we, we say no, this this is a, it this is a goal <laughs> this is a goal of being a Christian okay so being a Christian isn't simply like um isn't just simply kind of being a member. Uh, isn't, mm-hmm. isn't just simply okay. Well, I, I go to this place. I give. Uh, I sit in this seat. I give this collection. You know. Um, you know. Certainly, that's that's a mark of being a part of a group. Uh, a disciple would be one who is doing those things uh, and doing the things of service, is involved in the parish because they want to live out their relationship with Jesus, um, and, and it's all about that relationship. And so discipleship is really a, is really a goal, and I think we were talking before. You know, being a volunteer, being someone who lives a life of charity, who sees people in need and reaches out, um, that leads to discipleship. You know, that's something that that um, you know, can really help inspire. You know, the need to do charity, mm-hmm. right? The need to do those things uh, in someone's life, and and why does that? Why does that happen? Well, because of the ultimate gift of charity that Jesus did by his gift of his own life, Mm -hmm. you know, upon the cross, you know, for all of us. But then also, volunteering would be, uh, as one lives out that relationship, would be then a fruit of that discipleship that they would they would just naturally be someone that would volunteer, that would see someone in need, um, because they want to serve, uh, they want to serve God and others, and not just themselves.
1: A disciple would be one who spent time with the teacher mm-hmm. so that their life, the disciple's life, would be an imitation or um, in the same vein of the teacher's life because that's why they were hanging around, that they wanted to be like that teacher. Right. So I think as we deepen our relationship with Jesus and want to become like Jesus, that would be how do I lay down my life
0: Mm-hmm. for others, right.
1: not always literally, but, you know, mm-hmm. putting my desire second and the desire of God and this need before my own desire.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because so, certainly the disciples, you know, the people who Jesus called um, to follow him, you know, they saw him doing mm-hmm. you know, acts of, of, of service and of charity, right? Uh, he fed the 5,000, you know, I mean, it was, that was a miraculous kind of thing of service, mm-hmm. right? Um yeah, he, he, he sought those who were, who were in need. That's just kind of how he lived his life. Uh, and so, you know, look at the Acts of the Apostles. You know, they, they go on to do all of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even the church at the beginning would, would pool their money and their resources so that they could care for those in need. You know, why were they, why, and, but why were they doing that at the end of the day? Why were they sacri- making those sacrifices? Because they wanted to imitate Jesus. And then he wanted to live out their relationship with him Mm -hmm. because it's through those acts of service, through those acts of love that actually, I mean, we believe that Jesus works through the church. (laughs) It's not just our actions, but it's, it's Jesus doing those things Mm -hmm. through our own baptism, through our own faith, through our own um, actions then to choose to love.
1: I think sometimes as a disciple, we, we can easily fall into, as long as I'm sitting in the bench and it's just me and Jesus, and I've received communion, that I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. And Jesus tells us that you gotta love God, but the flip side is you also have to love your neighbor, mm-hmm. which yeah. is that whole idea of service. You yeah. can't just think about me and Jesus, it's how do I think about me and Jesus and whoever yeah. that person is, God's calling me to help.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so to maybe put a point on uh, what we're trying to get at you know, with this conversation is that volunteering uh, is good. You know it brings mm-hmm. so much goodness into the world and it helps to affect us and and, and, and others but Christianity uh, is more than volunteering right that there's a there's a there's a reason and there's a there's a depth that Christianity is that that's more than simply just volunteering because we can volunteer for a lot of different reasons but that as we live our Christianity as we live our relationship it can bring a, have a greater effect. You know, make our our volunteering and our life of service even more powerful, mm-hmm. uh, even more effective. And I think to, to maybe kind of flesh this out, we just want to use a couple lines from a book called Start With Jesus. So we've been using this on our parish staff uh, for a couple months, just kind of going through it and talking about things. And so talking. she talks about um, uh, Julianne Stans. She talks about discipleship and she talks about uh, the 10 D's of discipleship. So She's trying to flesh out like what is discipleship. Mm-hmm. So we just want to talk about uh, just a couple points uh, here that a disciple would be someone who uh, discerns, right? And actually, we we just we kind of just did a podcast on and discerning. Discerning, mm-hmm. right? So what is discerning? Essentially, it's asking God, what should I do with my life? It's um, asking God, how how do you want me to be? How do you want me to live? And then if applied to a volunteer, it would be. Who do you want me to serve? That discernment happens through a life of prayer. It happens through Yeah, you know, asking God. And that can make our and that dynamic can make our volunteering that much more effective because then we're not just doing the volunteering that, you know, well, we this is something we've always done, or this is something I'm re- I'm required to do, or, you know, any of those reasons. It could be I'm doing this because because God wants me to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Even if it's not something that I would have maybe chosen for myself.
1: I think another D is desire that um, at our baptism, we're drawn into that relationship with Jesus. But discipleship is how do I desire to deepen that relationship, not only with God, but also with God's people? Yeah. Um, The people I agree with and people I don't agree with.
0: Yeah. I mean, because that's, I mean, Anything, anything deeper in life comes from from our desire. <laughs> the reason why we do things or don't think, do things is because of uh, is because of desire, and and that even be for the disciple. I think the one pursuing Jesus would be that's something that's something we, a gift we have to ask for too. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you can't really make yourself desire something, right? <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you can. I suppose you can put yourself in a setting in which you would desire something. You know, if you if you walk into McDonald's, you know, you might then desire a hamburger.
1: I don't know. We had that dinner the other night, and it was <laughs> chicken parm or salmon and, like, rice. And I really desired, I knew, like, I should have picked the salmon. <laughs> true, true. But I desired the chicken parm.
0: <laughs> Indeed. It was a poor choice. It was a really good choice. But it was good. <laughs> It was the a best very good choice. Yes. <laughs> <So. laughs> yeah, but at some at some level, you know, uh, we don't we can't just will our desires. Our desires, you know, they they just they come from within us, you know. Right. And we can either respond to them. You know, we can respond to that desire in a different way. Okay, yes, I listen to this desire. No, I don't listen to this yeah. desire. Right? and
1: I and I think Bishop Barron always talks about love is a choice. You know, like right. we we make a a mental spiritual decision of this is what I'm going to do. And I think a lot of times desire is like that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just asking God, you know, asking Jesus grow in me, the desire Mm -hmm. to love you grow in me, the desire to serve other people. Yeah. And I think as, as even as we're doing that simple thing, that's a way to to bring Jesus intentionally uh, into the service that we're doing. Uh, because obviously God's a part of this already <laughs> because we're doing something good. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're serving, you know, God's already a part of this. but And it
1: always begins with God. Right. Putting that desire within us. Right.
0: But as we intentionally enter into it, as we intentionally respond, the more fruitful it will be. Mm-hmm. So, and with that, you know, kind of brings about the sense of conversion that our hearts are being converted, you know, towards Jesus. And, um, and we'll talk about that in a in a, in a next in another in a, yeah in a next podcast. We'll talk about like okay, we talk about discipleship uh, and, and a life of service, um, kind of leads to conversion, or a conversion is amidst that. What does conversion look like? So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in another uh, another conversation coming up. So Pretty cool. All right, all right. Well, Bob, you want to lead us out Thank in a little, little a little prayer? Sure. In the name, of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Amen. Lord God, we ask you to. Open our hearts and our minds to all those ways that we can be of service to you and to our brothers and sisters. Help us to, um, to know what's the best things to do for people. Help us to see those areas that need uh, our help. And lead us from just being a volunteer to being a disciple. And God bless the festival this weekend and the corn booth. We ask these things as we ask all things through Christ's name. Amen. Say amen. And Father, Son, Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. amen.
0: God bless the corn booth. God bless the chicken wing booth. God bless the carnival rides that they remain you know, safe. Safe. God bless the weather that we have uh, fruitful um, sunshine, mm-hmm. blessing down upon us. So it'll be great. So thanks everybody. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you soon at Saint Gabriel's Festival. God bless.